Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Jeannie Walden, the Global Chief Innovation and Marketing Officer at Daily Pay. We're going to talk about some of the company's new products, how COVID-19 impacted the business, their vision for the future, and the role of integrations, all on this edition of PeopleTech. Hey, Jeannie. Welcome back. So, you've got some product announcements coming up. Um, can you give me a preview? Tell me about them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think, you know, one of the most exciting things is as we continue to expand our portfolio, we've realized that we're not announcing new products necessarily as much as creating a holistic solution around, you know, changing the way the financial system works, which is which is very cool. So most recently, you know, we are announcing the launch of Friday. Our general purpose reloadable card, which uh, can be used by anybody who works at a company that offers daily pay, and soon in the future, anybody, even if they don't work at a company that offers daily pay. And we're excited about this because it extends the ability for unbanked or underbanked employees to be able to have a you know, physical or digital credit card that now gives them much more capability in our increasingly growing digital first world. Recently, I was on an airplane and I was on United and I think everyone's the same these days. If you want to buy something on the plane, it needs to be through a credit card that you've already put into the app. So if you don't have a credit card, you're going to be really hungry on that flight. So this, you know, Friday could feed thousands of hungry flyers and nobody wants an angry flyer. (laughs) What's the thinking behind this? Um, You know, is there a particular theme in in the development work you're doing now and, and these new products? Yeah, I mean, it it really follows our mission of, you know, reinventing these invisible rules of money and, and changing, eliminating barriers and obstacles that both employers and employees have seen when it comes to fiscal confidence and fiscal responsibility. And specifically with Friday, what we, you know, realized were, I mean, it was, it's great with daily pay to be able to see your daily pay balance and understand how much money you have. Uh, but if you didn't have a card to put it on, then it was very difficult to use those funds. Uh, and so, you know, if you happen to be driving home from work and needed to hop into a store or a place where you needed to use a credit card to do a transaction or you know, a digital card, th- this gave people that capability. It made it simple for them to be more portable. Okay. Um, let me step back a bit. And I want to ask you about the industry. Um What's going on out there? You know, there's, I do seem to see more and more companies wading into the whole daily pay area. Uh, what do you think is behind that? And does anything out there particularly excite you? <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I'll go back to uh, those overnight successes that we all hear about that traditionally take about seven years to take off. And I, I think uh, Daily Pay has been around about seven years. So it's exciting to see that the industry in general is accepting the fact that 
the way that people get paid gets paid needs to change and that it's not a fad or a trend anymore as much as it is a way of life. So, so it's very, um, it's, it's very exciting to see that industry-wide acceptance. Now, along with that, we are starting to see, I think from Daily Pay's perspective, a lot of people trying to ride the coattails of the successes that Daily Pay has made in the on-demand pay world or even the on-demand pay world in general, where neobanks are, are trying to market you know, access to Spot Me or you know, other programs where you get paid two days early as on-demand pay when realistically it's not the same. You know, if you got paid every other Friday and now you could get the money every other Wednesday, that's not moving to on-demand pay. It's moving your payday two days earlier. So I, I think that, you know, as as we see all the enthusiasm around this, we're also seeing the lines getting blurred between the way that companies are marketing similar services, but not necessarily ones that that follow the same constructs as as we do at Daily Pay, but the wide acceptance really, you know, means that it, it's just a matter of time before everybody starts to appreciate and understand the the best ways to run programs like this internally inside organizations and then externally with employees. You know, I can't resist asking: Was there an impact um, on the business from COVID nineteen? So. Uh, Impact from COVID-19, I think, first was on the business side, and it was more of a realization that employers needed to step up the way that they were focused on the financial wellness of their employees. And, you know, prior to COVID-19, when we would talk about daily pay with, with companies, there was a concern that, you know, oh, if I gave my employees daily pay, they're going to take all their money out of the bank as soon as they see it in their daily pay account, and they're going to spend it foolishly, and then they're not going to have any money left. And, you know, we used to laugh because we say, do you run to your ATM every single day when you look at your balance, it has money in it, and take all the money out and spend it foolishly? No. So you're probably not going to do that with an on-demand pay solution, but the money's there helping to avoid late fees and overdraft fees. I think what happened with COVID-19 as, as we went into a pandemic, many people lost their jobs. Um, many people had to take pay cuts. And for those that lost their jobs, they fought against delayed unemployment benefits. The people that were working, you know, they needed help for their entire household and not just themselves. And that gave employers a different appreciation for what, you know, physical access really looked like. So for us, it was it was a, a great experience to help businesses understand how to maintain and engage their employees differently and better um, to help them and, and show up as a partner and not just an employer. Then, of course, we saw you know a number of organizations whose businesses just went crazy during COVID and they were in a hiring rush. And, and offering daily pay is definitely a differentiator. Could do you want to make do you want to make $20 an hour at this company and have access to it immediately or do you want to make $20 somewhere else and have to wait two weeks for it probably three weeks because you always start the last three when you just missed payroll um, it became a way for them to promote and and look for great talent and also retain great talent which was great which then drove the post-covid cycle faith in the news media has been challenged making it even harder to get stories told. 
The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday to hear more. And this is interesting because coming out of COVID, we saw a lot of industries, especially in the retail segment, that had increased salary significantly, you know, up to $20, $22 an hour so that they could recruit talent to get them enough staff to deliver boxes and man the retail stores. Well, the businesses that stayed shut down during COVID or were minimally working, they didn't raise their salaries because they didn't really need staff. So when COVID started to end and break, what we started to see was a very different imbalance you could work in inside a you know a little shopping mall. You could go work at your company making eleven dollars an hour because they didn't really increase salaries during COVID. Or you could go work next door at the retailer and make twenty dollars an hour. Which one are you going to do? And that I think started that is that is one of the impacts that created a lot of what we see in the Great Resignation was an imbalance in funds. So that drove a lot of companies to catch up. And one of the ways that they were able to catch up outside of increasing wages were also to, to offer daily pay. So I think, you know, all in all, we continue to see daily pay playing a key role in helping to balance um, workers' lives. Now, in this recessionary environment that we're in, uh, before you ask me that question, I'll answer it. Usage is, is absolutely going up around staple goods. You know, people are, are using daily pay even more than they were before for, you know, rent, um, you know, just staples around the house, paying electric bills, just you know, keeping up with, with the increased prices. We saw a huge increase in usage for gas during, you know, the, the spike of, of all the gas prices everywhere. And they're still high, but they're starting to come down a little bit. Um, yeah, we're, we're just uh, continuing to follow the market trends and, and help people the best that we can. Now, I've talked with you a lot, usually about like daily pay in, in the business. Yeah. And I was looking at your website the other day, and it occurred to me, um, you've got about 14 integration partners, I think. And, you know, it made me curious, what, how does integration play into your strategy? Well, I, I don't know that I don't know that there's a, a amazing answer for this other than, you know, it's, it's a channel partner strategy. And individually, um, you know, as an emerging hyper growth you know, startup, we're, we're hiring as fast as we can on the sales front. But there's many more opportunities when you connect into the ecosystem of an ADP or a PNC where they've already built established relationships with thousands of companies who are also in need of, of this service for their employees. And it is very much a, a, you know, so a lot of white space out there. It's we're not in a market yet where our next client is going to come from somebody leaving another on-demand pay provider. I mean, there, there's still enough, there's still enough opportunities out there in the U S alone that I think anybody that's offering an on-demand pay solution could probably triple the size of their accounts this year. And we still would never come in contact with each other. So, um, you know, it's still, it's so early stages for growth and, and our integration partners, um, you know, are seeing the need they're getting those requests. They're, their um, clients turn to them for advice. They're making sure that they're aligned with the best solutions out there. And, you know, we're thrilled to work alongside of, of all of them. Now, you got a new CEO in June, I believe. Um, yeah. New CEOs 
almost always come with visions. And yes. so I'm wondering, can you can you talk about his? <laughs> uh, his vision is big. I, I'm not sure how much I can disclose of his vision, but I, I can tell you that, you know, he's come in and loves the mission that we have. And when we're looking at, you know, creating a, a new financial system that works for everyone by eliminating the invisible rules of money, which is the whole mission statement, there's a lot more than just offering on-demand pay services, whether it's our pay or save features, you know, off-cycle, behind the business. There's there's entire population sets out there that it will take us a very long time to serve if we continue just down a certain path. So we, uh, we do have big plans for expansion in some very interesting ways. New products, new areas, new opportunities. And um, how about your vision? I mean, I, I don't want to get into dueling visions, especially with a CEO. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, are there yeah. are there any? Uh, so, so my my vision as a CMO, it's 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 very it's it's kind of fascinating because I oftentimes I I think back to other jobs that I've had and say, oh, well, this worked really well here. Why didn't I do that? At this job or this worked really well at this job should i be doing that here and and one of the things that i i've realized at daily pay is um in an emerging market you know it, it's not like it's not like we're coca-cola so you can't just come out and say hey we're a new flavor of coke you all love coke you're gonna love this you know uh pumpkin coke better and the branding comes out of something that people are familiar with you know daily pay is truly creating a new solution that that a lot of working Americans still haven't even heard of as the market continues to grow. All they know are our payday loans. They don't even know there's alternatives out there. So, so my vision continues to be to create, uh, you know, a, a very strong brand that supports and helps people and builds awareness that there are, are alternatives out there to payday loans and that there are other ways to engage with the money that you're working so hard to earn that can allow you or afford you to live a more fulfilling life. So so I think I don't think our visions, Kevin and, and my visions conflict at all. I think they're very supportive of each other. But there's still a lot of a lot of work to do around education. We we joke around at daily pay every once in a while we'll walk outside and ask ten people if they've ever heard of daily pay and um you know, until seven of them say absolutely, they can say absolutely, but I wouldn't use it or absolutely. And I've used it in the past. I don't care what they say about it. But in, until there's seven out of 10, I, I think we've got a long way to go for just uh, awareness of on-demand pay in the mass markets. Jeannie, it's always great to talk with you. And I really, again, appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks so much. You too, Mark. My guest today has been Jeannie Walden, Daily Pay's Global Chief Innovation and Marketing Officer. And this has been People Tech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer.
The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We We out. out.